everyone, Sales Royal Navy here. Um, I'm going to do a podcast all about my discoveries, uh, my spiritual discoveries that I've made recently. But before I do that, um, I want to mention real quick, it, it is kind of related in a way. Um, <clears throat> I was I sneezed a few minutes ago. I don't know if you can tell, but I, I have the sniffles. Um, and it made me think of why we say bless you when people sneeze. Um, I've heard two variations of that legend. One states that when you sneeze, your soul is trying to escape your body, and by saying bless you, the person is basically forcing your soul to resume its place in your body. And the other version is that when you sneeze, you're expelling a demon, or the devil, or I don't know. Um, but anyway, I just thought I would mention that, because I think it's I think the old wife's tale is really funny. Um, as it happens, we're actually going to be talking about souls. Um, now, I mentioned in my intro podcast yesterday morning, um, I gave you a very, very boiled down version of what a walk-in soul is. But tonight, I'm going to give you an example, um, or like a story, kind of. Um, so... Let's say, hypothetically, a baby is born, and that baby is born with a medical condition, um, a blood disorder, let's say. Um, And the blood disorder, it manifests itself pretty quickly, and within a couple of days, the soul inside this newborn body basically decides, I can't handle this. It, It hurts too much. So another soul comes along in spirit form and says to the original soul, let me take your place. And the original says, please do. And they switch. The original goes back into the spirit realm and the, um, the new soul or walk-in soul takes its place inside the newborn's body. Now, I refer to the physical body as the host body, especially, um, a lot of walk-ins refer to their bodies as host body because it's originally not theirs. Um, I'm an original, but I do have kind of a unique story. Um, I'll explain how I found out about this in a minute, but when I was about a month old, now I was born blind and I do have a um, disorder that causes weak bones. Um, But when I was born, the only issue that they knew of was the blindness. They knew about that less than 24 hours after I was born. Um, And my parents took me to a lot of doctors to see if um, anything could be done. Now, about a month after I was born, for some reason, my spirit decided that I wasn't, I, I decided I wasn't strong enough to handle being in this body. I think it was because I was about to have sur- or they were about to do surgery on this body. Um, because Apparently, I had my first surgery on my eyes at about five weeks old, so it would fit the timeline. So, excuse me, another soul named Yoli, or Carly as she likes to be called, um, took my place, and I actually was sent to another world and stayed there for about six months. And again, I'll explain about that other world here in a minute. Um, So this this happened... Um, I was born November 16th, 1994, and I left this body and life and mission on December 15th of 1994. So fast forward to June of 1995, 
and excuse me, and I decided I wanted this body back. What the hell I was thinking, I still don't quite know. Um, the details are still- I literally just found out about this less than three months ago. No, it was a little over three months ago, actually. But the, the some of the details are still a little bit hazy, and I don't know quite why I decided to take back this body, especially considering what's, hap- what's happened to me over the past few years. But again, I'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, so on June 7th of 1995, Yoli and I switched places again. She went to where I'd been staying, and I took back this body. I had no memory of this growing up. At least no conscious one. But about a year ago, um, I met someone on Facebook. Sorry, I had to get a drink. Um, okay, okay, hold on. Let me back up. Before I try to explain any of this, let me explain that we all have what's called a spirit name. Okay, so my given name... Oh, God. My given name is Sarah, which is so freaking common. Um, <clears throat> but my spirit name is Fritha Soul 1116 And I will always be Fritha Soul. It's just the numbers at the end will change. Let's say in my next life, I reincarnate on February 20th. So I'll be Fritha Soul 0220. Um, your spirit name stays with you through all of your incarnations. Um, so I met someone on Facebook about a year ago. We'll call him Oliver. And he's a walk-in soul. And, um, you know, we, he, he was always very open about being a walk-in soul. He actually had a blog about it and everything. And, (coughs) excuse me, um, You know, after reading his blog and stuff, I can't remember exactly how we started talking, but we just, you know, we started messaging each other on Instagram, or not Instagram, sorry, Facebook. Yeah, thinking of him using Instagram is kind of hilarious. He's technologically challenged. Um, (laughs) But we start talking on Facebook. Now, like I said, he's a walk-in soul. He was an infant walk-in, just like Yoli was to me, except in his case, um his original left when that body was two days old, I believe. Uh, Maybe three days. Um, I really hope they're not going to get mad at me for telling you all this. Um, We're not really on speaking terms right now, so it's not like I can just ask for their permission, but I'm not using their real name, so I should be okay, I hope. Um, Anyways, so I'm not going to get into the specifics of their story, but he found out about his identity as a walk-in soul about two years ago, I believe it was, um, during a past life regression session. Like I said, he, he had no memory of it growing up, you know, because it happened when he was so young. He always felt kind of out of place, but he never suspected that he was born somewhere else. Um, but after he had that past life regression session and sort of rediscovered that he was a walk-in, the wor- uh, the door to this other world opened. Now, the world is the same one I went to. It's called Raymond. It's spelled R-E-M-O-N. It looks like Remon, or that's how my phone pronounces it. Um, it's pronounced kind of Frenchy, Raymond. Um, it's, it's always fun to hear people try to pronounce it. I've heard, I've heard people say Ramon, Raymond. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, so, anyways, um, 
So after this past life regression session, Oliver started going to Raymond. I think he went there as a little kid, but he just thought they were bad dreams. Um, but he started going back there and he actually met his original, his walkout soul. We'll call her Shania. Um, and, you know, she helped him sort of put the pieces together. And yeah, so, you know, obviously, like I said, he was always very open about it, which is cool. You know, I think it's, I find it fascinating to learn other people's stories, especially when they concern spiritual things like that. Um, so we talked about it and, you know, through him, I got to know Shania and some of their friends on Raymond. Um, and, you know, the more they told me about Raymond, the more familiar it seemed to me. Um, I've heard that some souls can pass through Raymond in between incarnations. I believe Oliver did the same before he was incarnated in, in this current life. Um, we actually talked about which side of the veil it's on, life or death, and we actually think that it's kind of a twilight realm, but that's that's beside the point. Um, you know, the more we talked about Raymond, the more they told me about it, you know, the more it, familiar it seems. So about, I know it was on, I think it was on May 2nd, um, I asked Oliver if he could do some asking around for me on Raymond, um, if he could ask some of the upper echelon souls over there or the special ones. Now, special ones, they're kind of, they're very similar to what Christians think of as angels. Um, they have wings and they're, they have powers that, you know, the regular soul does not. Um, they, they help souls cross the veil between life and death. Um, that's one of their duties anyway. There's a lot of other things they do. Um, but Anyway, so I asked him to ask maybe the soul search guy or the the teacher over there or like I said the special ones and the next day this was on May 3rd um now he and Shania occasionally will do what's called a soul braid which basically means that they are both in in Shania's body at the same time and usually one of them is dominant it's usually Oliver um, Shania will come out and, like, say things or ask questions from time to time. Um, but it's usually Oliver kind of holding the reins. She's usually just sitting back and observing. Um, but, um, Shania was the one who told me that I had been, uh, I had left as an infant and had a walk-in soul, and I was just completely flabbergasted. But it all seemed right. Um, I actually felt the same way. Shortly after Oliver and, our, Oliver and I sorry, started talking, when I, I just casually asked him about my spirit name, and he went to the soul searcher on Raymond. Now, basically, I don't know exactly how it works, um, but this soul searcher, you can, you can kind of pull up a directory of souls. Um, they can only be souls that are currently living on Earth, and you can only find them if you have a connection to them and know their birth date. Um, and you can't communicate with them. Like I said, you can just look them up and sort of see how they're doing, but you can't, as far as I know, you can't interact with them. Um, so he found out my spirit name shortly after we started talking, you know, because I had just casually mentioned that I wanted to know what it was. And when he said, oh, your spirit name is Fritha Soul 1116, I just, I got chills, like it, it just seemed right. And I felt the exact same way when he and Shania told me about Carly. 
Um, and it all seemed to fit. Like I said, because I, my mom told me that I was about five weeks old when I had my first surgery. So, you know, even though my, my infant brain or host brain couldn't comprehend what was happening, my soul could. And I was like, I want out. Um, uh, like I said, I don't really know the details of why I decided to take back this body. Um, I started going to Raymond in June. I actually, the first time I visited it, I didn't, I thought it was just an odd dream until I mentioned it to Oliver and he was like, that actually sounds like a Raymondian experience to me. Um, and then he asked his friends over there if they had seen me and they did. Um, and you know, now I go probably two or three times a week. Um, he can go pretty much on command. Um, I can't do that just yet, but I'm working on it. Um... Apparently it's harder for originals to find it, which I thought that I would have a bit of an edge considering that I'd been there, but maybe not. Um, but anyway, um, when I found out about Yoli, or Carly, sorry, um, I decided that I wanted her back in my life. Why? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I have a bone disorder, and I've had so many broken legs, so many stress fractures, so many surgeries... It's been exhausting. I'm 25, and I basically have the bones of a 60-year-old, um, and it doesn't take very much to make me sore and stiff and exhausted. I mean, I had a hip replacement at 22 years old because I kept having hardware put in my leg that kept failing. Um, and that has just all been very, very wearing on me you know, mentally, emotionally, and physically, like I said. Now, the most common, um, I guess, reason for a soul swap like that to take place is because of an illness, um, usually a chronic illness, which obviously that's what mine is. Um, it can also, I've also, I also know of someone who, uh, someone on Raymond who left her earthly body after a traumatic event, um, so that, you know, that can be a cause, too. Um, now, I don't plan on leaving Earth permanently. My mother would kill me. Um, and I would miss my niece and my family. Um, but I do want someone to sort of share the burden with me. Um, so what I plan to do... Now, Yoli has a lot to learn still. So what I want to do is find what's called a temporary walk-in. So basically, I will perform a soul braid with someone um, for a few months, probably just A, so that I can get, figure out how all the braid thing works and see if I even like it, see if I even like sharing my body before I sign a, any kind of contract with Yoli. Um, and that will also give her time to learn more about how things are done on Earth, because the culture on Raymond is very, very different to how it is here. Um, I don't want to say too much. They're very secretive about how things work over there, and I don't want to betray them. But, um, shoot. Um, yeah, I want to, I want to, uh, find a temporary, and I hopefully already have someone lined up. Um, I, I really, I hope this works, um, because honestly, like I said, it's, it's getting exhausting having to live with this chronic pain and, you know, wondering what's, you know, what's going to go wrong next. What's, you know, what, what am I going to break next? Um, and it would just be awesome to have someone to sort of share that burden and they like, they can take over 
um, like instead of me holding the reins and them being the observer, I can let them hold the reins and I'll be the observer. Um, so yeah, um, God, I hope I covered everything. I feel like I didn't. Um, You know what? Yeah, I think that about covers everything. Um, and yeah, wish me luck on the braiding thing. Um, I had a little bit of a wrench thrown into that a few weeks ago, but that just made me that much more determined to make sure that it happens. Um, like I said, just please wish me luck. Send me good vibes or, you know, pray or whatever it is that you do, I will gladly accept. Um, maybe I'll do a sort of follow-up to this explaining, explaining, sorry, more about Raymond or what I can explain without giving away any of their secrets. Um, cause it's a really fascinating place. Um, maybe if I can braid, I'll actually have someone else with me that can help me do that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> sorry about that. That had to happen eventually. Um, so yeah, that was basically... My, um, sort of spirit, those were my big spiritual reveals just within the last few months. Let me tell you, when I, after I discovered, like, after they told me about, about Carly and everything, I was, ex like, that, after that day, I was exhausted. Um, which is weird, because, like, I didn't do much physically, but, like, just, I was just completely worn out, which Oliver said that he felt the same way after he just rediscovered that he was a walk-in. Um, it's, it's a lot to take in, um, but it was also really, really exciting. Um, and apparently their, their eyes change color. Um, like one of them has like brown eyes and one of them has blue eyes, depending on who's, who's got the reins. Um, so I'll be excited to see, mine are kind of a bluish gray. Um, I'll be excited to see what color my temporary's eyes are, and then, you know, what color Yoli's eyes are, or Carly, I'm sorry, I keep calling her by her spirit name, but she likes to be called Carly. Um, so, yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to favorite, or, what, I don't know how things work over here. Do you follow? Favorite? I don't know. Whatever. Um, if you want to, you can share this, and I will talk to you soon. I hope you guys have an awesome weekend, and yeah, you guys have a good one.